I just had the opportunity to speak in front of 50 plus seven and eight figure entrepreneurs about AI. I got to hear from other speakers. I got to see behind the scenes. I got to really uh, understand what's exciting, what's not exciting. And I want to share that with you in this episode. So I've been, uh, over this last little bit, I haven't been creating a whole lot of content as I promised you. If I didn't have anything worthwhile to bring forward, I wouldn't. And, and to be honest, I've just been plain busy. We've been uh, crushing it at the earlycheckout.com. If you're not signed up to that and you're in e-commerce, you're crazy. Uh, also crushing it at thegrowthmemo.com. If you're not signed up for that and you are in marketing in of any kind, you're absolutely crazy because we've been blowing up there. Uh, we have one of the largest uh, newsletters for marketers and then one of the largest newsletters for Shopify store owners. I've been working there. I've been doing consulting uh, with major eight-figure brands and I'm helping them take it to the next level. And there's so much opportunity right now. It, it's amazing and I'm, I'm feeling truly blessed. And uh, one of those opportunities was to speak at this amazing event. Now, I, I can do podcasts, I can I can do a little stand in front of people and speak, but this is the first time that I got to speak in front of my peers, essentially. And um, it was awesome. It was awesome. I was like, the first, like, I'd say 30 seconds, I was a little nerve wracked and I was like, oh, you know, my, my mind went blank for a second. And then I realized, oh yeah, I'm an expert. <laughs> so then all of my knowledge kicked in and I was able to speak and uh, deliver some value. And, and in today's episode, what I want to do for you is just break down kind of what we talked about. And then of course, I'll give you the goods and, uh, and share everything that I've learned with you. Okay. How's that sound? Does it sound like a plan? All right, let's get into it. So uh, the, the first thing that I really saw was uh, the use case for ChatGPT for keyword research, understanding your market, uh, organizing keywords, content, and editing. The power and speed that we can get from ChatGPT and similar services is phenomenal. Something that would normally take you a couple of hours can now be done in a matter of seconds. Not only can, can you get the keywords, you can ask the system to organize them for you into columns and, and keep things just the way you want. You can select the keyword that you want to rank for and then have it create content based on that. Or better yet, you can take... Um, you can copy some content and put it into the system, have it rewrite it and insert those keywords so it makes sense. Um, they were also talking about a tool called uh, Surfer AI um, or SEO Surfer, sorry, is what it was called. And uh, essentially it tells you where, uh, what you need to do in order to outrank your competition. Cool software if you haven't seen it. I've seen it for a couple of months. It works really, really great. Um, and then they were using ChatGPT to kind of give it the prompts that it needed to bring it over to the SEO. Now, the big question with SEO is, is this going to be valid? Like, are we going to be able to use this software and rank for our businesses? Is this going to have an effect on anything we do? And this was anonymous, uh, not anonymous, an anonymous, not anonymous. Anyways, across the board, uh, everybody was saying the exact same thing that, um, this, you shouldn't just take from these softwares of any kind. You should uh, really use it as an idea generation. So the keywords you can use, all that different stuff, but the actual written content, because Google will have potential uh, 
penalties for us. Uh, we don't want to jeopardize what we've worked so hard on. So essentially, uh, what the consensus was, there's a good word, consensus. That's what I was, I was, I was digging, man. I was trying to find it out. <laughs> uh, the, the consensus on this is that we want to uh, take that valuable content, kind of even in the way that they structured it, but rewrite it into our own words so it's ours and it's unique. Because I don't know if you're aware of this, but anything that chat GTP produces does not belong to you. It belongs to um, chat GTP and open AI, and it should not be used for uh, commercial purposes, which is, you know, it's crazy, but I I believe there's probably millions of people using it any way they see fit right now, but that's against their terms of service. Um, and how I've really been using it uh, on the writing side is just to organize thoughts and ideas and have something to bounce ideas off of instead of sitting there and writing all by myself and like trying to come up with everything racking my brain. I can go to chat GPT, put in, ask it some questions and then get some ideas and say, how would you write this section? How would you look at this section? How would you look at this? Oh, I love that one line there. I want to put that into my, uh, my next issue. I want to uh, structure my content this way. I think this uh, framework that you came up with is amazing. I'm going to take that and then I'm going to write from there. There's lots of ways to do this. And SEO is going to be absolutely continue to be huge. And AI is just going to bring that to the next level. But again, we're just having this curation mindset um, where we're looking for great things and then we're going to make it uniquely ours and then put it out to the marketplace. And at the end of the day, the, the big secret that I've found for SEO, our uh, website, ProfitableAds.com, ranks for a ton of some of the most competitive keywords on the planet. And the reason it ranks so well is that we actually provide value. <gasps> Imagine that. People come to our site, read it, get the answer they're looking for, and then they they exit. So we have a super low bounce rate. We have, we have I think we're at like a less than a 2% bounce rate across our entire website. Less than 2%. And it's because you come to our website, it provides value, and you get the answer you're looking for. You either A, try to become a client of ours, buy our courses, our books, our different stuff like that, or you just read our content and dip. It's totally up to you. And, and that's worked really, really well for us. Now, uh, the next topic that we talked about was AI ads. This was kind of dicey. Um, uh, the speaker was you showing some use cases on how they were using this. Now, but here, here's the thing. Oh, another thing that they were doing. I'm just going to write it while I remember here. Um, there. Uh, so how they were using this is that they were going to Dali uh, 2, which the link will be down in the uh, below the paywall here so you can get access to everything if you're a paid member. Um, but essentially Dali can generate or like generative um, images. So you can go and you put your prompts in. Mid Journey is another one of these. You can just Google them if you want to find them. It's, it's not hard. Um, and what he was doing is using those images. Uh, one one tip that he gave was that if you have a baby in your ad, it'll increase your ad clicks. And this is probably true if you put a puppy in there or another uh, somebody who's attractive or anything like that because um, it's cute and it drives clicks, which is which is cool. Um, so he was using it to create these babies and create all these ads and stuff like that, which was 
uh, kind of interesting. He also shared another software. Uh, it's called um, adcreative.ai, where you essentially can take your images, put it into there, and it'll create all these different um, static images for you to use in your ads. It's pretty cool. I think it was kind of basic, a little generic, but but it was cool. Um, the one tip that I really liked from this speaker was that um, if you, so how he was using ChatGTP was he would, let's say you send an email and it gets a positive response. Like you, it could be for anything. It could be someone to book calls with you, someone to purchase from you, whatever that is. You send an email and you get the positive response you want because not every email hits. Like 80% of emails just fall flat. But the 20% that work, you can then take those emails, put them in chat GTP, ask them to rewrite them, and then you can resend them to your audience. I thought that was genius. Really, really smart because you kind of already have the structure that's working, um, the terminology that's getting the response. Now you can take that, put it into there, and mix it all up, and, uh, and, that, and then you're golden. So that was kind of cool. Uh, dominate any market. So this was me. Um, and what I talked about was, uh, and I've talked about it on the podcast before, but essentially identifying any market that you want to go into, identifying uh, who's that market leader, breaking down their structure of their response, um, and then re-engineering their sales message, and then creating your own based off of that. Um, and it was well-received. And again, I was uh, I was excited to be presenting in front of everybody and just happy to be there. And at first I was like, uh, uh, trying to figure things out. I actually played a joke on them. Um, there is uh, another software, which I'll link to, and you can check it out. It's called tome.ai and essentially it'll generate presentations for you. So I was like, oh, I forgot to generate, I forgot to create a presentation for you guys. Shoot. What am I going to do? And I was like, oh, don't worry about it. AI's got me. And I copied and pasted the, my prompts, which you can get behind the paywall uh, here, which I'll show you. I copied and pasted those and I put them in and then boom, it generated me the, the presentation that I wanted to use. And I just started reading from there and building it. So it's like, what better way to start an AI presentation uh, to just like bring uh, AI to the forefront, have AI create my presentation live, real time, right in front of them, pull the images, the content, the written, everything. And they were just like silent. They're like, what is going on here? Uh, they'd never seen anything like that. So that was really, really cool. And then I, I really just started going through the presentation and I, I had this, I didn't want to take a live offer and, and demonstrate how I would deconstruct it to find the structure of response in order to craft a sales message around that because I don't want to take apart anybody's business. I don't want to do that. So what I did is I selected an old school, um, he was like an infomercial guy named Tom Vu. If you ever have a chance to Google this guy, Tom Vu uh, infomercials, just watch it. Absolutely ridiculous that this was allowed on TV. And I think he got in trouble with the F FTC and all these other, other things, but um, this guy was very much like get rich quick guy. And so what I did is I took his infomercial and I broke that down live for everybody. And that process, uh, simply was I, I, you get any video that you want. So I use this Tom Vu video and then I 
I scraped it using, uh, I put a link there. I, you can just go to Google and say, uh, scrape video from YouTube or copy video from YouTube or download video from YouTube. And that's what I did. And then I put it into another software uh, called Otter AI, which trans uses AI to transcribe any video that you submit. So once I had that trans, uh, the transcription, I then put the transcription inside a chat GTP for context. So I took his entire presentation infomercial, put it inside of chat GTP, right? So now it's just, I just keep telling it, this is for context. And then I would copy and paste context, context, context. Now it has this, and he, he, it knows its entire uh, infomercial. He understands it full out. Um, and then I went to work on breaking that down. So I, I started asking it questions like, um, uh, okay, so my goal is to understand the copywriting structure of, of the get rich quick, uh, market, uh, and what they're responding to. So I can make my own, my own Tom Vu style infomercial. And basically I broke, it just started breaking it down in great detail for me. So I was able to, uh, then identify what the structure was and, uh, build my own version of that. So essentially I asked it then to, once I had the structure, I was like, awesome. Now rewrite this infomercial for me, um, inc- like jack up all the promises. Um, cause that's, if you, if you want to know like the, the biggest, dirtiest secret in copywriting, if you just go bigger, stronger, bolder claims, you can outperform pretty much anything in the marketplace. It's not sustainable. Don't recommend it, but that's what I was just doing for, um, for showing the example here, um, for example's purposes. <clears throat> now, uh, what it did is then I asked it to write me a five minute infomercial. I asked it to give me timestamps and, and it just basically spit everything out. So now I went from not knowing what content to really create to having the, the perfect, um, script essentially that I could then create my own VSL, webinar, or anything that I wanted to, I could reconstruct it the way that I wanted to based off principles that are already getting a response. Let that sink in. Like this is already working. This is already top of market. They're generating X amount of sales. They have X percent, X percent of market share. Now I can actually break down their marketing message with all this happened within like a 15 minute span. So I was able to take the video, get it transcribed, put it into chat GTP, and then ask it these series of questions, which is going to be in the document below the paywall here um, to, to break everything down. Right? Like, so now I know exactly what structure I need to use. Um, I could use my own stories. I can increase the claims. I can add my own spins on that as well to really jack that process up and uh, start to take market share, which was really, really cool. So we did that. Uh, and yeah, basically I ended up with my own um, little uh, infomercial. And then I really talked about the power of AI. Um, there was two main points and I, and I already dropped it a little bit here at the beginning, but it's like the perspective shift from a creative mindset to a curation mindset, which is, is key. So the example I gave is that back in the day, like let's say 20 years ago, I wanted to have a website created that costs you a lot of money because you needed very deep knowledge bases, uh, individuals that were very smart and well-trained so they could bill a, a ridiculous amount of money. 
Now you can go to like Squarespace or ClickFunnels or wherever you want to have a website built or WordPress or, or whatever, um, anyone that you want. And you don't even have to be an expert. You just like pretty much anybody that has like a couple hours can understand and learn how to, to do these things versus it would take 10 years to be able to do that before because they had to do the infrastructure and all the stuff. And it was all custom coded in the graphics and, and it was very complex, but now it's very easy. So that was like the creative mindset. And, and at that time, the, the, the most creative individuals or the people with the deepest skill sets made the most money. But now in a curation mindset, it's, it's the opposite. Like you need to just be able to identify value and then share it from there and build off that value. Um, so this comes from like reading a lot of books, YouTube content, all these different things, you know, you grow, you grow your, um, your mind, right? Your, um, I don't want to, it's not mine, but you want to grow your um, knowledge. That's the word I'm looking for, knowledge. You grow your knowledge set, and then you're able to see a lot of different things. So I think I was born for this time. Like I, I, I definitely, the most exciting time of my life because I've had a hundred different jobs. I've, uh, you know, I've read thousands of books and all different types of topics. I've read, like, I'm just at this point in my life where I can be like, oh, this is cool. I can, I can correlate different things, identify what's valuable, pull that out, and then make that happen. Almost like a little bit of a, a renaissance era that uh, we are approaching, which is really, really cool. And then my big takeaway from all of that was it's not what AI can do for us. So everybody's like, what, what can AI do for me? What can AI do for me? And it's like, yes, it can do all these things for you. But more importantly, what can it do for your team? Once you have your own prompts, one even step further, imagine you have your own AI. That's right. Like your own train model that you can use for your business. That's where the future is going. So we're either going to sell models to the market based on our industry, like AI for realtors, AI for this, AI for that, that that's going to happen. And, or we're going to have it internally to help us do our processes. Um, and so it's not so much what it'll do for me or you as the business owner, it's what it'll do for your assistant. You could take somebody who has very limited knowledge, give them the prompts and have them generate value for you with no education, learning curve. Like you could teach someone how to do this in hours versus days, months, years. That's where the power comes into AI. It's kind of leaven, uh, levels the playing field. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I really talked about that, which was cool. Um, on to the next. So the next speaker spoke about writing a book, uh, using just chat GPT. Now I'm not going to give any prompts, um, but you could figure this out if, if you want. Uh, essentially she asked, uh, for, um, she gave some context on what the book was about. She asked for, I think she wanted 10 or 15 or 20 book ideas that they could write. And she identified what a book idea was. And then she was able to ask for a book outline. And then she's able to ask for chapter one, two, three, did it all the way down to the end. But within each chapter, she asked for the beginning, the middle, and the end. And the end essentially tied all the content in the chapter together. And I read this book that she created. I read the first couple of chapters genius. It, it's like you could not even tell that it was written by AI. It was done so well. Excuse me, sorry. Um, you couldn't even tell. 
the next one was all about uh, hiring. How to use AI to hire. And uh, essentially what they asked is they had an idea for a role. So they, they inputted all the problems that they had, like who they are, what business they're building, everything that they're facing. And then they asked, like, who's the best person for this role? What's the best hire? And then it said, uh, an executive assistant. It says, awesome. So based on this executive assistant, what are some trackable tasks um, that we can give to them that they can complete and we can track outcomes on? And then it gave us a list of, of what those were for that role. And then it asked, they asked it, uh, the AI to write the job post for that role. So they got that. They created an interview process and literally just anything that you wanted to have map out, mapped out and this is, I'm talking in seconds. So we go from not knowing who we need to hire to knowing who we need to hire, uh, what tasks that they'll be responsible for, a post that you can get them uh, for, an interview process that you can take them on, an onboarding process to bring them into your company. And this is all done in like 10, 15 minutes. This would take an HR, someone in HR, and I have hired a lot of people and it was... Uh, you know, I've made these systems and processes myself and it takes days, weeks, months. Like it takes a long time to perfect them, understand them. AI did it in a fraction of a second. Absolutely crazy. Uh, and then the last one that was kind of talked about, and I, I already alluded to it because I said it as well, um, but training your own AI. So like AI is going to get to the point where we're going to each have our own and it's going to be specialized for our desired outcomes. Like, let's say, for example, you are an ad agency. You can have your own AI internally that would write ads for you based on the styles that you've trained it. So you could have 20, 30, 40, 50 different styles of ad that you like, and then you can train the AI to think like that, to speak like that. You can take all the bodies of work of all the copywriters, insert that into the AI. So you would like the Gary Bensavangas and the... Uh, Eugene Swartz's of the world and, and really create your own model to have it spit out copy for you. Now, again, we're not trying to take this copy and just implant it and like just use it as an ad, but I mean, we're generating the basis um, for the idea. We're, we're basically generating seeds and then we can take those seeds and then we can flush them out ourselves, uh, make it unique, make it, uh, Ours, if you own the AI, you could generate it and do whatever you wanted with it. So that's, I think that's where we're going to be going, where you could actually could use it fully. But uh, again, uh, I don't recommend using just AI straight from, uh, from the source. Use it as an idea and then build off of that. All right, guys, hopefully uh, that was, that was awesome for you. And that's got your mind working on some AI. Um, it, it was really I was very fortunate to have a, have a seat there, share my ideas, learn other ideas. And, uh, oh, one thing that uh, I, I was told, which I thought was funny, because when I was doing my presentation, I said, well, it's weird calling myself an expert because AI, I've only been kind of dabbling in it for a couple of months. Like, so I, I just don't know everything. So I wouldn't consider myself an expert, but I do know a lot. And uh, somebody said to me that, you know more than all of us, and essentially that makes you an expert. So I thought that was really cool. So if you ever think to yourself, you know, I, I'm I'm not really an expert in this. I you know I I know it. I understand it. 
but to a person who knows nothing, you are that expert. So uh, embrace that, step up, do something out of your comfort zone and uh, enjoy the ride. All right. Thank you. Peace.